Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help For You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the topic of our last episode, why everyone should be able to recite your mission and purpose in your business. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on our YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. And if you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Now let's learn a little bit about our guest today. Zach Matthews is an author, podcaster, speaker, and online coach. He's dedicated his career to helping others unlock the benefits of intermittent fasting and achieve their long-term fitness goals. So Zach, welcome to the show. Candy, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be on. I'm excited to have you on as well. This is a topic that I actually haven't even talked about. I have talked about fitness and being a business owner and why it's important in the past, but never intermittent fasting. Uh, but before I get into questions that I want to discuss with you, I'd love for you to tell us just a little bit more about yourself and how did you become a fitness coach? Yeah, absolutely. So long story short, I was a student athlete my entire life and got a job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selling uh, premium sales. So I was mostly Hall of Fame club seats, suite sales, you know, it, it, anything in the stadium you wanted to sit in, I, I could sell to you. So I wanted to, um, you know, just cut my teeth and build my book of business the first year or two there. So I worked my butt off to, to get to that point. And four months into the job, realized that I had gained a ton of weight because, mm. you know, working hard in a sedentary job is not the same as working hard in sports. You know, there's not mm -hmm. a, much physical demand to it. So that sent me on this, you know, several months long process to try and find a workout routine or some sort of, you know, fad diet that was going on at the time that could solve my issues for me. And Nothing seemed to be working. All of a sudden, you know, a sales manager, luckily he was telling me about intermittent fasting because he was doing it. And I was like, that sounds interesting. I'll check that out tonight when I go home. You know, that night 
I stayed up the entire night learning everything I could about it. Mm. I found it fascinating. The next day I implemented it. And then 90 days later, I'd lost 20 pounds. So it was easy because it complemented my day. Unlike, you know, other diets and things that just demand a little too much of your time or effort, you know, Mm -hmm. which is something that us as small business owners, we just don't have. So that's kind of my background. And then I was in sales up until a couple months ago. That was five years ago that I lost all that weight. I've been intermittent fasting ever since. So for five years straight and been in sales primarily that entire time, but just decided, you know, I always wanted to run my own thing. And, you know, I kind of got my wife on board with the intermittent fasting coaching because she's like, you know, I know you're passionate about that. I know you could sell it. So that's what brought me here. So now I'm on a mission to tell 1 million business leaders about how intermittent fasting can help them get back into shape. Nice. So I'm sure a lot of people have heard of intermittent fasting, but there may be some listening who aren't sure really what we're talking about. So I would love for you just to give a definition of that first. Absolutely. Yeah. So intermittent fasting is basically choosing when to set aside certain times for, you know, fasting, obviously, and then eating as well. So there's different time windows you do for that. And there's, you Google intermittent fasting methods, there are probably hundreds of different methods that'll pop up. The most common are the 16-8 method, which is what we teach over here. So that's fasting for 16 hours of the day, and then having an eight-hour eating window. And those are consecutive too. So it's not like you're splitting them up or like, you know, having a count like, okay, I ate for an hour here. None of that. It's just consecutive. And it's it's kind of allowing yourself to have these windows where you're focused on either fasting or eating. And it makes it really simple. So that's the one we teach over here. There's also like eat, stop, eat, which is like, you know, you, you would fast for an entire day and then eat for an entire day and then mm-hmm. rinse and repeat. But, you know, the the sixteen eight method, we use that one intentionally because first of all, it's the one I lost all the weight with, but which is a goal of most people that I work with. But secondly, like I said before, it just complements your workday better. It fits seamlessly. I mean, that eight hour window, you can start it during your lunch break at like noon or one o'clock. And then, you know, you have that eating window open until like eight or nine o'clock when, I mean, most of us can get it fit in dinner before eight or nine. So it Mm -hmm. works well, the modern business schedule. Yeah. So someone might be listening and saying, whoa, like, waiting until noon to eat. Like I've also heard (laughs) breakfast is what you need to have to get the energy to start your day. Or I wake up at five if I have to wait until noon. I mean, that's difficult. So can you touch on that? Maybe if there really is a misconception still that you have to have breakfast earlier in Mm -hmm. the day. Mm -hmm. And also if someone is working a different schedule that maybe that's just too long to wait, what would you recommend? Yeah, yeah. So I'll tackle the first one first. So I think what you're pointing towards is like the breakfast is the most important meal of the day mantra. And that is exactly that. If you go all the way back to when that first came about, it was actually a marketing, I forget, I think it was Kellogg or something like that. Some, some brand used it for a marketing and it just caught fire. And now we use it to this day. The real term breakfast literally means to break your fast. So Mm -hmm. it's not time sensitive. There's nothing about true breakfast that tells you you have to do it at seven, eight, nine in the morning. Breakfast can technically be when I do it at like noon or one every day, you know? So Mm -hmm. you bring up a good point because everybody's schedule is a little different, especially business owners. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm finding that a lot of them, we wake up at like five 36 in the morning to get our day going a little earlier. So it is hard to have a, a wider window if you're going to fast until noon, but that's the beauty of intermittent fasting is that it's so flexible. I mean, that eight hour window, if that's what you're going to do, you can move that up or down. In fact, ETRFs is early time restricted feeding. And that has scientifically been shown to kind of 
match with the body's circadian rhythm. So digestion's a little easier. And we could go into like protein synthesis and all that, which we won't hear, but it's shown that early time restricted feeding and fasting can kind of help your body, you know, just natural rhythm. There are some other hacks, like even though you're fasting, you can still consume black coffee, tea without the additives and stuff like that. Generally, I would challenge the idea that I'm going to be starving by the time noon rolls around because researchers have shown that, you know, your brain can't decipher between I'm thirsty and I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. And since we're, you know, what, 60% water, I would venture to guess that your brain's more than likely telling you it's really thirsty. So Mm -hmm. what I recommend to my clients is just down like 12 ounces of water when that happens, give it about 30 minutes. And then if you are still hungry, then you're actually hungry and you have my permission to break your fast. Mm -hmm. And this is the biggest point I want to make is it's all about listening to your body, right? I mean, once you get down into a rhythm and in a routine, you're going to know when your body's actually hungry and and when it needs, like, we need to view food as the energy source that it is. It's fuel for our bodies. And uh, just having that perspective alone, I feel like can can help with the, the breakfast mantra and, and all the other misconceptions, I guess, out there about the modern routine of eating. Mm-hmm. Well, the next question I actually was going to ask you was, can you eat anything? I know you talked about coffee or water, mm-hmm. which is not technically eating anything, right? You're drinking something. Right. So Really, is there anything you can eat during that quote unquote fasting, intermittent fasting time, or really should it just be water and maybe coffee or or something like that and then wait for solid food until later? Yeah. You know, you want to stick with things that are non-caloric, which means zero calories. Mm -hmm. There's a trick there because, you know, technically like the Celsius drinks that are really popular right now, those are technically zero calories, but they have a ton of additives, which would kind of defeat the purpose of why we're intermittent fasting for weight loss, because Mm -hmm. you want to fast for about 16 hours, because that's when we can hit ketosis, which is like your body is on sugar and glucose levels. So it goes to eat the fat that you have stored in your body instead of your glucose store as well. If you drink like a Celsius per se, and I'm not bashing Celsius. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. you can have them during your eating window, but when we're fasting, your body's like, Ooh, look, sugar instead of fat. And so, yeah, it's going to gravitate towards that. And it's just going to mess with the effects we want when we're using fasting for weight loss. Now to answer your question. Yeah. You want to stick with just coffee, water, or tea with no additives. So no cream Mm -hmm. and sugar until you break your fast. After you break your fast, you can have those things, Mm -hmm. but those are calories we don't want to consume if we're trying to get the benefits of intermittent fasting. Right. And you did talk about sugar. That was actually another question that I had thought of is what about people who are diabetic, right? So you could have some issues where you can have high blood sugar or low blood sugar. So Mm -hmm. how does intermittent fasting work with someone who is diabetic? Yeah. So I typically, I I don't recommend that people that are diabetic do it. Mm -hmm. So three types of people that I don't recommend do intermittent fasting. It's those that are pregnant or breastfeeding or, you know, children that are under the age of 18 or people that are diabetic, just because, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. there's intangibles to that. Now I would recommend like if you're diabetic, consult with your physician, because there might be a way that you can fast or do some variable of intermittent fast. You can hit the proper sugar levels, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't recommend, you know, I I would just consult with your physician on that before you try it. Mm -hmm. Great point. So now that we're about to break our fast, right? We can eat. We've got these eight hours in the day that we can. Are mm-hmm. there any things that are off limit? Can you eat kind of whatever you want? Like, how does that work? Can eat whatever you want. I mean, so I always tell people, you know, focus on whole food. So mm-hmm. 
your proteins, meat, fish, um, vegetables, fruit, but limit the fruit. You know, that mm-hmm. again, that goes into the sugar levels. Sugar. And they, we, yeah, we want to we want to watch those sugar levels. Modern diet is very high on sugars and, and carbs. The mm-hmm. more we can cut that out and limit that in our eating window, the better off we'll be. So focus on whole foods and avoid the processed stuff as much as possible. Now, you know, during weekends and stuff, I'll tell people like, you know, you can have cheat meal or two, like give yourself mm-hmm. some wiggle room as long as we're sticking to those fasting windows, because, you know, it's just a little more sustainable for your lifestyle. Like I mentioned, you want it to complement your lifestyle. You don't want it to disturb it or anything or else you're not going to stick with it. So right. the main rule that I have for, you know, what you're supposed to eat in the eating window is just to remain consistent whole foods. So if it has a mother or it grew out of the ground, um, you can eat it, <laughs> but uh, try to limit the processed stuff. Watch the dressings and the mm-hmm. sauces that you use. Again, we're getting back into the additives and high salt, high sugar. But and I'm not I'm not telling you to shut that all off at once. You know, maybe just scale it back a little bit, a little bit. And you'll start to notice. Like, trust me, I would love nothing more than to you know lather everything in ketchup. I love ketchup, but it's very high in sugar, so yes. I've cut it out. And I really don't use it that much. The only thing I use it for now is like my French fries during cheat meals on the weekends. But even that I've scaled back on. So it's it's possible. Trust me. It's just uh, mm-hmm. it's a matter of kind of, you know, layering it back one thing at a time. Right. Well, it is amazing to see how many things actually have sugar in it, too. You might think yes. you're having a healthy salad because I've got all these vegetables and then you put the dressing on it. And now, you know, there's got a bunch of sugar in it most of the time, unless you're doing right. it at home, you know, making your own. Uh, so it kind of does defeat the purpose if you are trying to have the healthy foods, but then you have these things that have the hidden ingredients in there. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And, and even like things like, you know, you'll look at a bottle of ranch, which is salty and it's like, what? this thing has sugar in it too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. come on, you know? So a good point though. I mean, if you make it at home, it's way better. You know, you could use like an olive oil base or something like that. I'm no chef, so don't, mm-hmm. you know, maybe do a little research on that before you take my word for it. But just making those things at home and meal prepping is a big part of that too with mm-hmm. whole foods. And and just like you said, if you want to try something a little different, maybe do make your own ranch at home or like a thousand island or, you know, an Italian dressing. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Well, even like I've done sometimes too, where maybe like a little lemon juice with a little olive oil or some, oh, yeah. sometimes a little vinegar and olive oil. And, right. you know, you don't have to have all that other stuff in there. You just want to have a little something, you know, to add a little bit of flavor, but it is sometimes easier when you're just like, oh, I don't have a lot of time, especially as entrepreneurs, right? We've talked about, we work a lot of hours. So sometimes it's like, I just don't have time to get everything prepped and it's easier to just grab something. And even if they're buying a bag of salad, you know, it, a lot of them come with dressings in there. Right. right? And so it's just as easy to have it. So if someone is saying, well, this sounds great. Like I understand the concept, but fitting that into my already busy life, I don't have a lot of time to do all of the food prep or, or things like that. How would you help them to start and maybe keep it as like a forefront of their mind, even if time is kind of hard sometimes to actually do the things we need to do to be successful. Sure. Absolutely. And and like I said earlier, you know, I don't want to tell people like, you got to start this tomorrow. The thing is like with intermittent fasting, that part can be implemented right away. And it's very easy Mm -hmm. to implement. And you'll see if you give it a shot tomorrow, just like keeping your eating window between noon and eight for your day, I am confident that, you know, most people will see like 
oh yeah, this isn't actually that bad, you know, because you're in meetings all morning and different things pop up anyways. So it's just one less thing to worry about. Now, as far as like getting into the meal prepping and everything like that, yeah, like let's uh, maybe walk before we run. Try the fasting window, get that mastered. And really like what I want people focusing on, if they're doing it for weight loss, which I'm assuming most people do, but you know, if they're just trying to live a healthier lifestyle, then we really need to be focusing on our calorie intake because mm -hmm. especially if you're doing it for weight loss, you need to be cognizant of your caloric deficit, which is basically our basal metabolic rate is like the number of calories you can consume and kind of maintain your current weight. Mm -hmm. And when our caloric deficit is basically anything under that, but ideally 500 to 400 calories below that so that mm -hmm. we're losing about a, right. a pound-ish a week or, you know, give or take. But that's, you know, that comes with time. I mean, if you watch the calories and, and fast, you're ahead of like 90% of people. You'll see that like once you got that down, okay, I'm eating from this time to this time and it's working great. What else can I throw in? Okay, these calories he's talking about. All right. So what's my caloric deficit that I should shoot for? And there's a great resource online that's completely free. You can go to TD. This isn't mine, so I'm not pushing my own product. It's tdeecalculator.net, and you just enter in like your age, your weight, your height, and it'll calculate like your caloric deficit for you. And then just use that number. Keep that at the top of your mind when you're eating. Just keep track of what you're eating. And MyFitnessPal is a great app for that as well. They mm -hmm. have a free version, so you can just kind of keep track of the calories that you're consuming. And that's a great place to start. Now, the meal prepping and anything, that maybe that's a little more advanced. Maybe that's a little further down the line. And there are great resources for that. I have one client that uses uh, Freshly, like one of those services. Mm -hmm. That's not for everybody, but that's certainly an option. You know, different things like that. You'll, you'll find that once you kind of, you know, take baby steps towards it, it won't be that daunting of a task. But yeah, I, I would not recommend that everybody just start that tomorrow. Right. Well, and someone else might be listening and thinking like, oh, okay, I do want to try this. It sounds like it would be great. It's more healthy than what I'm doing. But to start at 16 hours, you know, fasting sounds like so much. Right. Can I maybe do an incremental, like start with a, a certain number and like slowly build up to it? Cause I'm afraid I'm going to get hungry or is it <laughs> really just start, you know, the 16 hours and then drink your water and kind of see how it goes from there. Yeah, I advocate just starting with 16 hours because it's not, I, that does sound daunting and, and I completely understand it, but ideally we're going to be sleeping for around eight hours mm -hmm. or so of that. So kind of split that up between the night when you shut yourself off at eight. So what, you know, like two, three hours, ideally before you fall asleep and then just like four or five hours once you wake up. Now, obviously we tackled it before. If you wake up at like five, then that's like seven hours right. you got to tackle. So be a little cognizant of like, you know, drinking your water and having some coffee or tea every two hours or so in the morning, just so that your body has something going. Mm -hmm. And that'll kind of help with the mentality of it too. But yeah, I mean, if you want to give it a shot, like my recommendation is to just try the 16-8 method one day, see how it mm -hmm. goes. Now, if you do want to kind of work your way up, maybe someone out there is just like, you know what, I know myself that would not go well, you know, I need to ease into it, then start with a 14-10. Wait until 10 in the morning and then, you know, cut yourself off at 8 that night. Or the morning fasting isn't going to be a problem, but like cutting yourself off at 8 will be the problem. Then you can extend that a little bit. So mm -hmm. it's that's the beautiful thing. I mean, nobody's going to 
attack you tomorrow if you don't follow it to a T. You know, it's made for you. It's made to complement your schedule. So whatever you know, solution you find, I'm a fan of. You know, and it's going to help you get get closer to your goals. Right. So we also know that nutrition and exercise go hand in hand, but if you are doing intermittent fasting and you're not eating as much throughout the day as usually people are used to, like, what do you say about that? Do you do still like a lot of cardio weightlifting? Do you not do so much because you're not eating as much? Like, what do you recommend? Yeah. So I typically recommend far less cardio because that just burns through the energy that you may not have if you're Mm -hmm. working out in a fasting state and focusing more on resistance training. So, I mean, if you like lifting heavy, then that can certainly mm-hmm. be that, but I'm talking about like push-ups, like bands burpees, squats, yeah, bands, whatever, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, whatever you can get your hands on, anything works mm-hmm. for two reasons. First, that's going to help with like your lean body mass. Cause ultimately we don't want to just lose weight, right? We mm-hmm. want to lose fat and we want to keep the muscle, you know, we want to get a better physique. So resistance training is important for that because it helps your body realize, you know what? we need to hold on to this muscle mass because he or she is lifting pretty heavy these days, you know, so we Mm -hmm. need that muscle to stay. We got to eat this stored fat that we have because he's, he or she is not providing us, you know, food right away. And so your body just kind of learns to shred the fat, hold on to the muscle. And that leads to a leaner, better looking physique, which is Mm -hmm. what most of us are after talking about getting shredded, just having more shape. What you're talking about is like the concern of, just working out in a fasted state. And Mm -hmm. I can tell you like, that's where I work out every day, you know, in a fasted state. And it really doesn't, it's like anything else, you know, you get into a routine, you find out what works. Yeah. Some days I have less energy than others, but that'd be the same if I had eaten a bunch of food before I go to work out and I'm in a food coma while I'm trying to do squats, it doesn't work. So I would just tell people again, just try it once, work out in a fasted state, see what works, see what doesn't, uh, lower the cardio, and uh, focus more on like the resistance training just and it doesn't have to be anything crazy like you don't have to go to the gym for an hour you can do some sort of combination of like a full body workout at home with push-ups squats and things like that for like 20 minutes and that's going to burn around 100 calories or so and you're all the better for it so just try different things and and as far as nutrition that you mentioned we want to focus on like the whole foods and everything like that Mm -hmm. if you can pair the two like fasting with your caloric deficit target and then, you know, working out maybe like two or three times a week and eating better, you're going to see the results you want to see. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time. So it makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I realize easier said than done, but again, it's baby steps. That's why I think fasting is such a great place to start is because it's a small win, you know, and then mm-hmm. you realize, okay, I've been fasting for a couple of days. Maybe I can like go for a run or, you know, start to do a little resistance training like he's talking about. Then once that happens, then you're just going to want to make healthier choices when you eat because it's like, I'm getting up and working out in the morning. I'm making it count. Like I'm not just going to go scarf down a Burger King burger after this, you know? So it makes you a little more cognizant. It's it's like a fine-tuned machine once you get going. Mm -hmm. Well, I know this has been an interesting conversation and I'm sure people listening are finding, you know, some great tips but we are running out of time. So I want to ask if you have an offer that you would like to share with the listeners and how connect with you if they want more information. Yeah, absolutely. I do have an offer. I have a free downloadable ebook that I offer. It's called How to Start Intermittent Fasting Today. So for those of you that, you know, listen and, and said, you know, I want to give this a shot. Not really sure where to start. Some of the things we covered here isn't mentioned in it, but it's it's a great resource for those. It just has like three concrete steps to help you 
start intermittent fasting tonight. Mm -hmm. So you can get that by just going to my website, fastinfocus.com. That's fast. The letter N is in nutrition focus.com. Just scroll down to the bottom. You can't miss it. It's in big letters and everything. So scroll down to the bottom, put in your email and uh, the eBooks all yours free of charge. Yeah. And then people can follow me if they're on Instagram, they can, I'm fast.and.focus. I'm primarily on LinkedIn. It's linkedin.com slash fast and focus. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Well, thank you, Zach, for being a guest on my show and, you know, coming to talk on this topic so our listeners can learn really what they can do to be healthier, even if we are crazy long hours working entrepreneurs. <laughs> so thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And to the listeners, thank you for tuning in. I hope you found this topic interesting and that answered some of your questions about how to lose weight you want with a demanding career. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to Zach at any of the links that he shared or send us a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join us for our next episode. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and my website is abandp.com. You can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share our show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? I'd really appreciate your support. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.